is it normal for teachers and learners and even their parents to feel anxious at this particular time? It's absolutely normal. Um, you know, everyone has been locked down. For, everyone has been in lockdown for quite some time now. And um, so that's almost created a sense of safety in terms of not contracting COVID. Um, but now going back into the world and reintegrating into some semblance of a normal life um, will present its challenges for children, for parents and teachers as well. So a certain level of anxiety is absolutely normal. Mm-hmm. How can parents weigh the pros and cons of sending their kids back to school looking at the situation of COVID-19? I think one of the things that's really important is firstly, how vulnerable is your child physically? So um, if your children have pre-existing conditions that may make them quite vulnerable if they do contract COVID, um, then that's one of the things that's really important to consider. Um, But also in terms of academically, um, what are the pros and cons in terms of sending your child back to school? If they stay at home, what might might that mean for them in terms of their ability to catch up or maintain um, kind of uh, the same pace as their as their peers um, with their schoolwork. But another thing is also the social aspect um, of going to school, especially with our teens and even smaller children as well. A big part of their support system is their friends. Um, And so when they're not at school, they really are feeling that and experiencing it as a loss not being able to communicate with their friends regularly because sometimes it can feel weird to talk to mom and dad about about what they're feeling. So their friends form a really important part of their support system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true that they would feel weird, but then as a parent, how do you then identify uh, anxiety and depression in your child? So this is really about noticing behaviors that seem not quite normal for your child. So with children who have pre-existing psychological difficulties, such as a history of depression or a history of anxiety, those conditions are likely to be exacerbated at this point. But children who maybe don't have a history of those kinds of behaviors um, and conditions, it's about noticing what's out of the norm. So a significant change in mood, a change that lasts longer than about a week um, or a few days. Because again, it's normal to, you know, for there to be a bit of an adjustment period for children. So a significant change in mood where their child starts to look withdrawn, starts to look really down, looks quite anxious, or looks angry, actually, angry and irritable. We're looking for changes in appetite, which will result in changes in weight. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether this appetite increases and so weight gain happens, or appetite decreases and weight loss happens. You know, tiredness that's unusual, angry outbursts that are unusual, secretive behavior, um, you know, such as wanting to hide their bodies or not wanting to talk in a way that's really unusual for your child or any kind of self-harming behavior. So look out for cuts or bruising on the skin. Now, if you've identified the symptoms, how do you then as a parent deal with lessening the anxiety in your child before they go to school? So this is really about providing support. Sometimes um, support is a, you, you're able to provide what a child needs at home. So this is about creating an open kind of space for your child to be able to speak to you about how they feel. The first thing is to be non-judgmental. 
also, you know, kind of not evaluating how your child is feeling and, and saying things like, you know, you shouldn't be feeling this way um, or, you know, a, a, the right way to feel is this or that. It's about just allowing your child to be able to openly express what they feel. Um, but if your child is not comfortable speaking to you about that, and that's perfectly okay, especially when you're in your teens, it's so normal to um, to not want to talk to your parents because this is a stage of individuating. It's okay. So find someone that your child does feel comfortable speaking to, um, whether that's a therapist or the school counselor or it's their friends or it's another relative that they have a good relationship with. So creating that open space for talking about how your child is feeling in a non-judgmental way, in a very supportive way. And Yes. I was about to say just asking your child perhaps as well what they may need from you. All right. Viva, I thank you so much for your time. This is uh, Viva Dweba, a clinical psychologist, chatting to us in preparation uh, to the school day today.